0: hello
1: and welcome to another surly horns podcast this is podcast number four We've got a very special guest for you today. Black Lab, why don't you introduce our guest? So our guest is uh,
2: the famous JT from uh, Shaggy and Surly. I've known uh, JT for probably coming up on 10 years now. I remember first uh, meeting him because we both had issues with our daughter and our baby's mamas, and we met and had a beer and talked and uh, got to know each other, and then one thing led to another, and then I started up uh, DrillMap. And JT came on as our sales guy, worked with him and Rick together for several years, and, uh, and he's been a friend uh, ever since.
1: JT. Welcome, JT. Thanks for having me, guys. It's good to have you. Uh, on slate this week, we're going to keep on with some of the, the main cadence that we usually have, but due to popular requests, we're going to drop the game picks down to just the Texas game.
2: So today we're going to talk about the, the game, of course, uh, Saturday, uh, the atmosphere of the game, and then we'll talk talk a little about TCU, uh, Ohio State, and then uh, JT's going to tell some stories, pick some of his favorite uh, threads from the past and current, and then we're going to all tell a story about Kevin, our favorite character, and then... Uh, We'll make some picks and
0: get out of here. It is almost like he's a cartoon at this point. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, JT, what would you think of the game Saturday? Did you go to the game? I was at the game. And uh, I was impressed. You know, it, I think everything everybody said about the atmosphere was pretty spot on. You know, it was one of the, the best games in, in quite a while in terms of the crowd and the, uh, the noise level and all that good stuff. I'd say Notre Dame a couple of years ago was probably the only one comparable to it in the
1: last... Eight nine years.
0: Yeah, West Virginia, West Virginia. Yeah, a you years guys ago. were both there, and I
1: got to watch from home, and it seemed loud. It was loud. It was Teany. electric. It was uh,
2: yeah, definitely electric vibe. the The student section was full when I sat in my seat, and I got in my seat an hour before the game, and the student section was completely packed, and our section uh, was just completely full by. Ten fifteen is before the game. They even talked
1: about it on TV. How the student section was packed an, an hour before the game. Yeah, it came was, up on, on the telecast. Yeah,
2: CDC is doing its job by uh, general admission. It was it's like one little change and boom, they're they're there. Where last year, you know, there wouldn't be anybody there twenty minutes. You know, at the game time, there'd still be quarter, twenty minutes after kickoff. Yeah, there'd still be quarter of the people would be there. So, and then the I think the loudest moment, of course, is the blocked field goal. That was probably the loudest it's been since Notre Dame swoops touchdown or maybe Missouri like 2008, the one time we were number one in the country
1: and playing at home. Yeah. So at the beginning of the game, it was interesting because, you know, I talked a little bit about Tom Herman's pregame interview last week or the week before last. And he seemed kind of flat, like they were going to come out and play Tulsa close and then this time he really seemed nervous on TV. I don't know if anybody got to see that that went to the game after and rewatched it, but seemed really nervous about this game going in. And it was actually kinda cool to see the you know, the team not come out and immediately fuck up. That's I think yeah,
2: the as far as football goes, the best thing was that we started off somewhat or way stronger than we had the last couple games, and especially the last big couple of big games. You know, think about it. Maryland dropping way behind. OU last year dropping way behind and just never recovering. Or getting back and getting the lead and then losing it. Maryland getting the lead and then losing it. You know, this time we,
0: we came back and we kept a foot on the gas and just kept going, which is good for a change. You know, I think it's when not necessarily, necessarily being up or down. It's it's coming out with a, a plan. And, you know, it was clearly aggressive on offense. Yeah. You know, clearly trying to, to, to make some things happen downfield and, mm-hmm. and really get after it. And you know when when those other bad games happen, it's typically going along with you, you know a lot of what the fuck are we trying to do? Right, right. There's not a, a clear identity of, of what's trying to happen on the field. So even though you know they didn't score the touchdowns early, you could tell, hey, this is what's going on. We're moving this the ball, we're right? things we they they lined up single covers on the outside we threw to the outside right.
2: give take what they give it give us you know yeah, whenever, and the first drive wasn't just a, a come in three and out piece of right, shit right. drive it was run up the middle run up the middle 8 yard pass you know which has been our standard first drive of the game for the last year and a half and the uh we came out and throwing ball and came up tempo which you know last or two weeks ago was Maryland and then last year against so OU and we three now three now three now and, and then we get up tempo and we drive right down and score a touchdown it's like finally we started the game with up tempo and actually had
1: some first downs and drove the ball down so yeah so i do have kind of a football command center going on on saturdays now where i've got at least two games playing sometimes three if i bust out the laptop and have the smaller screen and that's the, that's the
0: first pretty small to be calling it a command yeah, center. yeah it's okay but
1: uh Part of that is I, I had the TCU game on and I was listening to the Longhorn game and watching it. And, you know, just moving your eyes back and forth between that game and the first half was, I mean, the contrast was there for sure. I mean, it was definitely with Texas and USC uh, a, a much slower paced game. There was, you know, a lot more time taken between plays. I mean, TCU was getting up and snapping the ball within 5 seconds of getting lined up. Uh-huh. So, just to have that dynamic contrast between those two games running about the same on the clock um was was really interesting so, to see. So, what happened to TCU? I was just watching the scores
2: and I saw they were ahead and then they they end up losing what what was the what did OSU do to win it at the end?
1: Oh, well, TCU made quite a few mistakes. Um self-sabotage a lot mm-hmm. of it and then Ohio State just no self-sabotage and really taking advantage of some of the, the bigger mistakes that TCU was making. So if TCU plays a whole four quarters like they played uh, in the first half of that game, Texas is going to be up against the wall pretty in trouble because they, they were just doing whatever they wanted at will. And their defense, while it wasn't the best, was making stops against Ohio State where it
0: counted, you know. I was about to say, you know, against Ohio State, you know, you really got to take – take what you can, where you can. You know, it's a different animal, right? When you're playing in, in Ohio State, fama you know, you know, one of the, the, the true elites. That yeah, was definitely high-level football. Uh, it's going
1: to be interesting to see what happens. You know, Texas coming in off of Everybody's pretty hyped off of this USC yeah. win. I, I can imagine that the players on the team are going to be super hyped.
2: Yeah, I think you know USC definitely doesn't have a shit together, and the coaches just completely fucked up so many different things. I mean, they're they're trying things that it was like, why are you guys doing that? And they came out of the first play and ran a jet sweep, and I was or fake jet sweep, and I was like, oh Jesus, they're going to run that twenty times against us until we stop it. And then they didn't run it again. It was like, okay, they
0: have no idea what no no plan. Especially when they ran the jet sweep like the second or third play of the game, right. and they got smoked on it. Right. And they knew that that wasn't going to yeah. help. Right.
2: So it was just kind of like – but you know there's talent. There are top 5, 10 recruiting every year. There's five stars all over the field. And so, you know, they probably have more talent than TCU, but TCU is way better coached. Mind you – Yeah, I mean, TCU is not going to
1: go for it on fourth down <laughs> <laughs> for a touchdown well, for no reason.
0: Yeah. Mind mind you, the, the, the USC quarterback – should be in in high school right now. He's right. not just an early graduate. He graduated a year early. A oh, lot, wow. right? So he's you know he's a he's you know eighteen year old kid yeah. starting at, at Texas. He sure looked good game. the first two drives. Yeah, and then after that, he kind of went downhill.
2: But oh man,
1: Amon Ra, yeah. St. John. That guy is going to be a player to watch.
2: Oh yeah, the next four years. He's pretty incredible. The uh, he got his clock cleaned though there at the end, but. Uh, but the targeting on let me
0: just say to all you surly jackasses out there <laughs> that was clearly fucking targeting it was he it drilled was. him and then he turned around yeah. and, and gave it. him an elbow to the jaw when yeah. he was on the ground and then hit that, and butted him it, yeah. And and uh, targeting Tax is 30. a completely different <laughs> penalty than hitting a defenseless receiver yeah. so stop with the he was a runner no shit he was a runner yeah. you still can't drill a runner in the head with your head yeah. Juan Cosby thinks differently, but hey, it was badass and awesome. I loved the hit, yeah. It's not allowed, and that's I mean, arguing anything other than that's targeting is simply wrong. Period, I agreed,
1: yeah. Especially, they want those types of hits just out of the game, yeah. And there's
2: nothing wrong with calling it because you know, yeah, if we want to have football in 10 years, we got to get those hits out of the game, so all right. So, uh, enough football, let's talk about. Our favorite message board of the past. Uh, Jt, you were R.I.P. Shaggy. The
1: uh, you were probably the. Well, it's still favorite. around. Yeah, it's I still hear around. it's uh, it's it's really good if
0: you're into the scat.
2: Yeah,
0: you're. Uh,
1: <laughs> she got over. You were uh, were
2: you
0: number two? Not even close. No, I was. was I'm, I'm thinking I'm down like a hundred or something like that. Um, yeah, for post counts. Know. Oh, in post count, I'm, no, I was just outside the top ten. I thought you were talking down. about what number poster. Um... I think I was at like eleven or twelve. Okay, I thought I you were still dro- top. Couple. No, I dropped. I was never. I was always right around nine, ten. Oh, okay, for for quite a while, and then I. How uh, many posts did you have over there? You're thinking of rap where I was. Oh, like, okay, yeah, I was always, at like three or four yeah. at one point. Uh huh. Um, and then how
2: many posts out. did you end up having over there? Forty thousand something. Oh, that's a lot of time and effort.
0: <laughs> that's a lot of time, not much effort. <laughs> so, what was your favorite thread over there? You know, I really liked. Um, all the I like the good feel threads, you know, obviously the dog thread, yeah. um, you know, the the food threads, you know, shit I've cooked lately, the ribeye thread. I really I've learned so much. Yeah. Um and uh I, I I owe Shaggy a lot for you know teaching me how to how to cook a lot of different things. Yeah um and I that's one thing I really take away and, and kind of value from that place. On you know on the other note, the ones the, the the threads that kind of got out of hand and the public got brought into Shaggy, you know, kind of inadvertently. Uh-huh. Um, and sorry, but the ones where you felt some pain because people were coming <laughs> in and giving, you know, threatening you with the emails and and, and all that stuff. Those were so much gold, and they yeah. just thought they were so funny. Beatrice. And I, Paul oh Matrice, the the lawyers, <laughs> the 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 priest in Michigan who was the pederast, yeah, um, the 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 DJ pizza chick.
2: Oh um, yeah, put shit, brought the shit on blast. Right, know? and then oh, she, and then she, yeah. to Shaggy. shit on blast, yeah. and
1: then, but then she turned out to like love Shaggy. She yeah, like, just place is hey. great. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was pretty big. Um, yeah. so, but she was, uh, she was on the mugshot Shop thread, and then posted right. like, "Hey, take my shit down, motherfuckers," right. and then, um, then everybody just ganged on her, and then she's like, "I don't know why you put my shit on blast."
0: And then Shit on Blast became like... So I mean, that was like one of comments. my favorite threads. And, I mean, uh, yeah. hey, Shaggy if it did anything, you know, beat some shit into the ground. So any yeah. any saying <laughs> that came up that was fun, um, you know, it was... Okay, so...
1: You God, also, we do have a rating system named after JT. The JT method. Oh, Jesus. The correct method, method. Yeah, the correct
2: method. We only have a half hour. We're not going to fucking talk for six hours about <laughs> fucking who's right and who's wrong. So... But the other thing that you uh you brought in my favorite thread or made my favorite thread what it became or my the funniest moment, I think in shaggy history, you had a big hand in and that
0: was the Megan Willis thread. How did you know Megan willis so that was just time and place and and situation. I was bartending downtown. I had a couple of u t baseball players or ex players that that worked with me, and I see it was busy college football game day. So, you know, it's packed and this smoking hot, tall, long blonde hair comes through. And I was, you know, the jaw drops like, man, that chick is just smoke. And she knew one of the the baseball guys was talking to him. I was like, man, who is that? He's like, that's Megan Willis. And I, you know, I'd never seen her in anything but pictures and in her softball gear. Right. But, you know, she's a striking young lady in person. And, you know, I don't know, a couple months later... Uh, my birthday was on a a weeknight, an early weeknight. So you know, everybody else from the bar that wasn't working, we all went out, and she happened to be with us. And I told her about you know the thread and and how you know her birthday, her 18th birthday, had brought about the demise of one of the largest UT I think I think it was graduation, website. graduation. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. And um, you know, she kind of thought that was that was funny, and I told her. Um, you know, you should get on there and kinda see what's going on and, and, and make an appearance. And she did.
2: Uh yeah. you know, she was really cool with it. What and, did she think after the first comment though, that the dude wanted to pee in her butt? I mean You know, I don't <laughs> I don't know. Uh
0: I don't know that we uh ever discussed that. Um, you know, I didn't really run around with her at all. She just oh, okay. you know happened to be there and, and I I've seen her once or twice, you know, okay. since then, but not I haven't talked to her. We're much. not buddies, anymore. okay?
2: But I guess you and the B actually came from you know pee in the butt, so now yeah, she's, because of the it's it's the forever.
1: radio edit, yeah. which
0: like you and your pronunciation of GIF incorrectly, <laughs> how the fuck did you come up with you and her B from pee and her B? Because it's pee and her B. I understand that, but you I didn't, didn't say, say that, that you not It wasn't, wasn't me. It
1: wasn't that. It was uh, on the radio. It's interview just fucking from, stupid. If, on, it on is on fucking serving. stupid.
0: All right, it's pissing her butt. It's not urinate in her butt. What the fuck? Well, that's the radio
2: edit, dumb fuck. That was what the radio guys were allowed to say. They couldn't say Pete. They couldn't say Pete
1: pissing her butt. We're not on the radio.
0: Maybe it's maybe, the internet.
1: Maybe I'm just going to change it to piss in her butt. Uh, who knows? Peer we'll see. Okay. The Bob the Bobs will meet in a tribunal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of things you need to do in a tribunal, fucking IP Bandurka. <laughs> I told you years ago you're the biggest pussy when he when he first started that nonsense just fucking ban him and be done with him well, and think... no you haven't and we've had years of stupid drama he does it again he asked for it not a week ago yeah. give that son of a bitch I'm still running
1: means. wild I'm still running wild yeah so and
0: you also are a pussy just ban him <laughs> <laughs> stop
1: talking about Durka. yeah see what
0: okay. happens yeah
2: okay so what's your uh, favorite threat on, on Surly now
0: um Probably just the wives' thread—the stupid oh, shit they do. Stupid, that's in the a great work. thread. Yeah, yeah. I've and it always has updates. Yeah, there's yeah, there's never-ending
2: supply of uh, things. My favorite uh, post from there was uh, um, my wife and two kids were in the car. And we were driving up uh, South First Street, and our old drill map office was at South First and uh, Barton Springs. And uh, as we're pulling up towards the Waterburger, so we can just barely see our building. There and David goes, Hey, dad, there's your office. And I'm like, Yeah, that's my office. And my wife's like, Your office is nowhere near there. We're like 10 miles away from your office. And she's like, Where's your office? I was like, Right there. And we were like, You can see it from the car. So, she's got Ashish level. Oh, uh, she has no sense of direction. Directions. Yeah. yeah. Ashish is pretty bad too. But, uh,
1: so the next topic I want to talk about is Kevin. So Oh, but before we do that, got a bone to pick with you JT. Oh yeah? Yeah. What do you know about one of my cars that you wrecked? (laughs) (laughs) What about it? I'm just messing
0: around with you. I mean I did wreck it. (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) He he did get it fixed. It had a different rim.
1: Uh, The tires were all I mean a uh, functional.
0: It was functional. I was. Yeah, it was back. absolutely functional. It was just the uh, old Honda or old uh, the Acura, the Acura. Acura. Yeah. But and where did I crash it? The place where I told Bob nine times coming out of downtown Houston. That curb in the middle of the turn lane <laughs> right there, there is sense. huge. Somebody's gonna hit that same thing. <laughs> and have a horrible yeah, wreck. To to <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> fucking drilled it, and the, I mean the the tire like exploded immediately. The rim had a giant taco bite in uh, it. The door frame was pushed yeah, it was back and quite close around. <laughs> it was a little crunchy for a bit. It was a yeah. little crunchy. But that uh, that car has had
1: quite the legacy at Drill Map. You know, yeah. right? It was handed down from yeah. uh, Drill Map employee to Drill Map employee. Who ended up with it? Matt whenever he, you know. got uh, his DWI. Oh, it. yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> it's <about> the guy. <laughs> so
2: what's your favorite Kevin story? You know, we worked at Drill Map together. Kevin was our... Uh, angel Investor that owns Shaggy now. What what was your favorite Kevin story? I mean,
0: I don't have a whole lot of favorites. I, I thought, you know, the guy <laughs> was terrible at what he was supposed to be doing, which was um, signing checks and and being out of the way. Um, he had an unbelievably like linear mind thought, had no business uh, being around a software company mm-hmm. and not understanding kind of how. Things went, you know. He, he, the guy owns convenience stores, so he wanted to buy, you know, a case of Gatorade for twenty bucks and see a twenty dollar profit in a week. It just didn't work that way. Yeah. So just overall stupidity. Uh, You know, I thought he was a fairly nice guy, uh, you know, just in in general. But I didn't, I didn't think he had any business being where he was, Mm -hmm. and the the level of power he wielded um, for that company and what he did with it especially early on when we were still my pipe server yeah. was was really weak and i was i was happy when he got you know neutered quite a bit yeah. uh with the BC. with the bc money yeah
2: rick what's your favorite uh, kevin story
1: oh man so my favorite kevin story has to be uh, when we were in houston and we got into Surge Accelerator, uh-huh. and I mean, th- this is going to paint Kevin in a, in a bit of a positive light, but it's—I uh, mean—he's kind of a cool guy sometimes. Sometimes Rich he people was. are fucking cool. <laughs> so uh, we were signing a lease on an apartment building that one of our yeah. co-founders had found, and it was in the Mosaic Apartments. For those of you surly listeners that that know Houston. And we showed up there. It's all valet parking. This like baller as shit. You have to remember, I'm 22 at the time. We've just raised, or we we're going into this incubator to go raise a bunch of VC. Uh, I'm super stoked and excited. And we go up and pick a corner a unit that's overlooking, uh, you know, Highway 59 in Houston uh, into the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I mean, how are we going to pay for any of this? Like, we've right. only got 30000 to, like, come here and build a business. Right. And, you know, Kevin's like, oh, yeah, do you guys really need this? And, you know, the, the, the co-founder's like, yeah. And, you know, the hard sell comes in. And I'm just sitting there like, I've never lived in a place this nice ever. (laughs) I'm just fucking upgrading from a couch. You know, I'm living on friends' couches and trying to live in cheap bedrooms and, uh, you know, live off the scraps that I was getting paid at Drill Map when we were still a startup. I I made um, $9,000 the first
0: year. (laughs) So, don't want to talk about what I made, yeah, yeah, and, and and didn't make. So I'm
1: coming off of making nine thousand dollars a year into uh-huh. this baller apartment, and uh, you know they they want Kevin, who's signing the lease, to uh, provide income documents, right? And they're like, oh, you know, some of your checks or whatever, uh-huh. and he was like, oh, yeah, I don't really have any of that. I mean, what else? And they were like, well, we need you. And he was like, well, a personal financial statement work? Uh And they were like, uh, I I guess so. (laughs) And so I remember uh, Kevin Morgan and his personal financial statement kind of just like, you know, in the truck, just laid out. I'm pretty Uh sure he did it to be a power move. Uh And, you know, the, the guy's monthly income, provable monthly income consistent was just unreal. Yeah. Uh. And and to see that and then just go into a leasing office and then basically tell these people to shut the fuck up, <laughs> was a, that's a pretty cool Kansas story. Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll follow it up with a good one. So uh, twice
2: during the time at Drill Map, he walked in my office, said, hey, we don't have payroll. So tell everybody we don't have payroll. So I had to pull every single employee, 16 people, come into my office one by one, tell them, hey, you're not going to get a paycheck this week. But if you need to borrow some money, I'll personally loan you some money. And then both times. brag. yeah. I, well, I <laughs> well, hadn't been getting paid for three months at yeah, that point. The uh, and then Kevin then turns around and goes, "Hey, well, I'll get enough money if we do X." At both times, it was the first one was I get an extra two hundred fifty thousand at the closing of the VC, and then the second one was I get the first million of royalties off the the deal. So it cost me $100,000. 1.25 million basically to get two payrolls out of them near the end. Right before and we this got is the, the same VC.
1: reason we should have banned Durka, Bob being <laughs> pussy.
2: Okay, I should have just shut the company down, Rick. It was, it was well, about, I mean, in hindsight,
1: in yeah, hindsight, we I, should, have. I
2: should have just said, Fuck it, we're closing <laughs> down, and said, Fuck it, and left. And then the VC still would have given me money to go build something else, or we could have got, hired all the people and just built, built it again from scratch without Kevin involved whatsoever. That's what we should have done. But hindsight's 2020. We're going to while. Yeah, if we had a
1: crystal ball yeah. back then. Yep. Mean, you know, if we knew what we knew now. Yeah. I mean, it was such a, such a beating.
2: All right. So, uh, last segment got a lot of complaints. Uh, people complaining about the pick'em. So, we're not going to go through four games and talk about four games. We're just going to go one game. Uh, UT, TCU, I think TCU's right now is minus three and a half. Um I'll go first. I'll take Texas. I think they're gonna I think we're gonna cover <laughs> No way, huh? No way. I haven't, no I haven't way. uh gone away from it yet. We'll stick with it.
0: JT, I'm going with here. Texas as well. You know, TCU has been whipping Texas's ass up and down the field. It's not a rivalry because Texas can't beat TCU. But I'm projecting good wishes upon Texas. I love the win last week. You know, I think they, like I said, found a little bit of an identity and what they want to do and played in the tempo and style that, that Herman wants to. And I hope that their heads are screwed on straight all week after they're you know getting their dick sucked yeah. all all this time. You know, so hopefully, hopefully they come out and provide the same type of focus and effort and, uh, you know, put those cockroaches back where they belong.
1: Yeah. Oh, that—that that is one thing we forgot to mention earlier. Is Dicker the kicker. We got a kicker this year. You know, that that would have been the, the difference between
2: two or three games last year that we ended up having to go on fourth downs and doing other shit that if we'd gotten a few points. The Oklahoma State game comes to mind. If we just kicked a couple of field goals, we probably would have won that game. Um, so, yeah, that could be the difference in this game. you got to remember, you, know, you look at recruiting rankings over the last five years, Texas has constantly been you know top 10, top 15. TCU is usually in the 20 to 30 range. We do have the athletes. You know, it's just a matter of schemes and uh, coaching that we got to get better at.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, the TCU defense is just – it's not all there, right? Uh-huh. I, I do think that Texas will be able to yeah, – I don't know that they're going to be able to drive all the way down the field, score quick touchdowns like TCU's offense is going to be able to do with that kind of more air raidy style. Uh-huh. But Texas is definitely going to be able to drive the ball. They're going to be able to kick some field goals. And I don't, you know, if if TCU doesn't just jump out ahead by twenty-one in the first quarter, mm-hmm. um, I think the game stays close, whether or not it goes score for score. But I, I, I don't know that.
0: Um, just say TCU. <laughs>
1: yeah, I gotta go with TCU. I gotta gotta. We go go with TCU. You know now. you're Fort Worth guy. you Yeah. Well, that, and I just don't. I don't believe that.
0: It's, it's also, this, you know, TCU keeps kicking Texas' ass, so, you know, really. It's ent- a safe bet. Ent- it's ent- a safe until bet. Until Texas yeah. wins, you kind of have to pick yeah. TCU. Like I said, I'm projecting a little bit, and I want to see that, you know, that progression happen for Texas because I think that's really, you know, the only way, obviously, you know, that Texas is going to kind of survive this season. They're going to have to knock off one of these teams that's been beating them, right? It's got to be. Uh, well, well can, oh, this little murderer's row that they've got right yeah. here, that's a tough stretch in three games. They're yeah. going to have to take two of those three games, period. So, yeah. you know,
1: yeah, but it's also the, the big 12 opener for them. Yeah. So, so. it's a, uh, I mean, the, Coming off that win with SC and yeah, winning be, against TCU, this could this could, this could start this could definitely some momentum. Be the, yeah. This could be the game that determines who's the second or who's in the championship game and who's not. You
2: know, it could be the difference between second and third. Well, hashtag every game. game matters. Every game B12. matters. Yes, as the four-hour commercial told us at the beginning of the game. <laughs> and also, no uh, gay, homophobic, transphobic, or uh, anti-racial
1: uh, speech will be allowed either. Uh, that that also is part of uh, Surly's mantra. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you need to quit using the wrong F word yeah. in these goddamn threads. If I have to d- tell another person they're going to take some time off because of that, I'm going to just start banning fuckers on the first offense. Okay, that's good. Yeah.
2: All right. Anything? Any uh, parting comments, JT? Thing you want
0: to share with the uh, listeners? Not not particularly. You know, kind of like the way I'm. You know, I got my, I've got my my threads that are subscribed that uh-huh. i you know. Are you gonna come back? No, are you start posting anything? Are you gonna start? It's too posting? Too much of a time suck. It's too much of a time suck to just be reading the threads. <laughs> so you know, it was actually a good break for me, and it's allowed me to be a lot more productive in the rest of my life. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming out. We yep. really appreciate it. I will give a shout out to all the Surly uh, and Shaggy folks that were at the uh, tailgate last week. That was pretty pretty uh, solid showing at Froghorn's tailgate. We had uh, close to jumping, Sidney Carton, Zeppel, oh, King nice. Koopa, Snacks, Jeez. L-Dog, Huge. Wow. Well, maybe we're going to have to put together something to rival that. I'm, I'm trying to think right now if I missed anybody. Oh, oh. I did see Connor McLeod oh, did you? at oh, the game. Yeah. Nice.
1: So, yeah,
0: it's funny <laughs> running all those people, you know. Well, uh, probably the two groups that were uh, completely yeah, opposite sides. Yeah, of exactly. The... I, was starting, ah. I was thinking, you know, and, and Gardner Barnes is usually at that tailgate. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he had uh, uh, kiddo game duty that day. Uh-huh. So, right. I do think uh, speaking of tailgates, at least for OU, we're
1: going to keep up the tradition and Lee Harvey's. Yep. First $500 on Surly. Awesome. So everybody show up for that. And then we're going to meet in front of the
2: uh, Chili Parlor and State Fair like we do every year. There you go. So we'll be there. From the internet. From From the the internet. internet. Mule Dick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Till next week. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for everybody listening.
0: Thanks for having me, guys.